everyone, Dave DeBow with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, zooming in at the end of his day, all the way from beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, we've got Adrian Panozo. Adrian, how are you doing? I'm awesome, Dave. How are you? I'm doing great. So I'm looking at your bio. It says retired police officer, doing all this cool stuff with real estate investing, focusing on Burr. Very, very good at doing joint ventures. But I'm looking at your face. You don't seem that old, Adrian. Did you did you take early retirement? Or are you one of those guys that's that's just eternally young? What's going on? It's pissing me off to be perfectly clear. <laughs> yeah, Dave, I'm 46 years old. I completed 21 years of policing in Mississauga. I was with Peel Regional Police at the time. So I did do 21 years. I started investing in real estate at the at the age of 36. So I've been in the game with respect to real estate investing for 10 years. I left policing in 2017. Okay. All right. So you're doing after 21 years. So I've been I've been retired for three years. Nice, 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 nice. So okay, so that brings up a really good, a really good topic. So you were working full time at your job. How did you how did you get into real estate investing? Why did you decide you wanted to do that? Because a lot of people think, you know what? Cops have got it made because they work 21 years, then they retire, they got a nice cushy pension. What do you need to be getting into real estate for? Right. So 10 years ago, our mortgage was up for renewal on our primary residence. And the mortgage broker I was working with at the time basically said, you have all this equity in your home. What are you doing with it? And 10 years ago, I didn't know what equity in a home really meant and so on and so forth. So anyways, long story short, fast forward. I'm not really doing much with this equity in my home. What can I do with it? Well, have you thought of buying rental properties and investing in real estate and creating wealth, generational wealth, long-term wealth in real estate? And I don't really know what that means, but again, I guess my tolerance and my risk level potentially is a little bit different than other people's being a police officer and whatnot. So I'm like, yeah, sure, let's... Let's chat about that a bit more. And long story short, that kind of led me to the wonderful city of Hamilton, where, you know, I bought my first rental property, so to speak, in downtown Hamilton. And it was really, why Hamilton? It was really just centered around the numbers, like the uh, return on investment and cash flow in Hamilton superseded York region, where I was living and so on. And obviously Toronto and, and other market centers. So I guess the cash flow and the ROI in Hamilton brought me to that city at the time. Cool. So it's quite a jump to go from zero real estate investing to to doing it. Did you get did the mortgage broker kind of hold you by the hand along the way, or did you get some teaching or training or anything like that? What did you what did you do? We did in the market analysis on a property that, you know, I'm on realtor.ca kind of skimming through stuff. And then my mortgage broker at the time was also an investor. So he knew the numbers. We did a market analysis on the property as far as rents, ROI, cash flow. And I'm like, wow, this is almost, this is really, really good. So I guess just my personality, you know, I'm not the kind of guy to sit on the fence forever and dive into it. And at the time, I didn't really know Hamilton. I really never knew didn't know the city at all, north, south, east, west. But again, my personality, I was willing to jump into it and believe in the system, believe in the numbers. And knock on wood, 
it all worked out. And the number, you know, as you well know, any investor, the numbers are the numbers and the numbers don't lie. And if, if you have a good analysis, which I did at the time, it kind of led me there. And I jumped in with both feet. And I'm, I'm super grateful that I made that decision, obviously, 10 years ago, because it, it really changed my life, essentially. Yeah, for sure. So how many properties were you able to do on your own before you started working with joint venture partners? Five. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah so we, that's that's typical, three or four more than most people get to. Yeah. Typical A lender. So uh, a lot of those original deals were with Scotia Bank. Mm -hmm. Typical lender, A deals. We were at five, myself and my wife at the time. Five properties. Cool. And you focus primarily on on the Burr strategy, is that correct? So you're taking a single family home and and right, not at that time. At that time, when we got into real estate investing, we were focusing because again, when you're starting out in a new city, in a, I guess in real estate investing, ten years ago, I didn't have obviously every the power team that we have now, so to speak. It was just me and kind of learning as I went, and that was kind of again not scared to dive into it. I did it. So we were buying turnkey. We were buying turnkey, throw, throw our tenants in, obviously doing all the property homes. management ourselves. Single family homes? No, duplexes, triplexes, fourplexes. Okay. The first thing I bought was a tri, right downtown Hamilton. It was a contractor's flip. He bought it, he renoed it and flipped it. I bought it. And all I had to do was, you know, put my ad on Kijiji, put the tenants in there, screen my tenants and... Having the police background, I, I was pretty thorough on my background checks and whatnot. Yeah, I think um, you had a little unfair advantage there, probably. A little bit, for sure. Putting good people in, in the homes and whatnot. Well, so they'd be a little intimidated having a, a scuzz bag would be intimidated having a cop as their landlord, I'm sure. It was a good screening, like, like first cut, first round draft cut was, you know, all of a sudden they're gung-ho and then they find out you're a cop. It's like they disappear. Yeah, you I'm not to, interested anymore. You have to show them the house with your uniform on. Yeah, that'd be. Or that too, yeah. So, no, it worked out. We bought a turnkey, fully rental triplex, just had to put our uh, our tenants in there. Yeah. And we did that, you know, buying turnkey, our first four. And then the light bulb went off and we kind of stumbled on this buy, rental, refi. And here we are. 10 years later with really, really cornering down this, this Burr strategy and making it work and becoming very fruitful. So how did it work with your, your initial foray into working with joint venture partners? Because I know that's kind of the area that I work in with clients and that's a big, a big stumbling block for a lot of people is how do they start bringing other people's money? How do they bring joint venture partners on board? How do they, you know, who do they talk to? How do they break the ice? How do they bring all this up? So how did, were you nervous about that at the beginning? And how did you get started with joint venture? We started marketing ourselves, to be quite honest with you. My business partner, Sandy McKay, also runs yeah, a podcast, real estate investing podcast. Sandy McKay and Rob, Rob Brake yep. run that podcast. And I um, I got into business with Sandy and he put me on the podcast a number of years ago now. And I guess just, uh, I don't know why, but it resonated with people. I guess my background and my story of, you know, police officer, investor, retired police officer, full-time investor, and 
it resonated with people and they wanted to get into business together. So in 2017, when the market was on fire back then, things really took off with respect to joint venture partnering. And at the time, we probably had already gone into business with, I would say, at least 10 to 12 other joint ventures. So we started to get a bit of a reputation and a bit of a track record as far as what we did, my story, my background, and it attracted more so than novice investors as far as working with somebody that had that experience. Yeah. And the rest was history. What do you call a joint venture? What is a joint venture to you? How does it work in a nutshell? So joint venture in my translation would be I'm partnering, our company, myself, is partnering with an investor who is looking to, I guess, leverage our expertise, our systems, our models, our experience, leverage that by bringing capital to the table and partnering with our company, which for lack of a better word, I would say now in the industry, we're considered experts within the Burr strategy. And we segued into the Burr strategy after several buy rental refis. So I would say partnering up with an expert that can teach you and coach you, but also be your business partner and buy properties together. So are they, they're bringing the capital, are they bringing the, they're bringing the money for the down payment and the renos or just what you using a couple of people per deal? How does that typically work? It really depends on the deal, but let's just say a typical triplex mm-hmm. renovation burr strategy. They're Is bringing the family home turning into three or taking three and fixing. Typically money. we're in a duplex turning into to three. Got it. They're bringing the capital and they're leveraging, I guess, not only their time, their lack of experience and expertise And I guess the power team we have behind us to essentially deliver, I want to say upwards of 95 plus percent ROI incorporating our strategy with the Burr method. Okay. So they bring in the, they bring in the capital for the whole thing, down payment plus rentals. Correct. All right. And your partner's on the deal. So is it usually like a 50-50 type deal or, or how do you Correct. structure your deal? Depending on the size of the deal. I mean, we've also gone into, you know, 12 unit purpose-built apartment buildings. So the splits on that deal could look a little bit differently than a typical, you know, triplex, for example. Right. But obviously two different platforms, commercial as opposed to residential. Yeah, that makes sense. So, And then um, you guys yeah. care of not just the initial... Finding the property, renovating the property, well, finding the property, getting under contract, getting the financing lined up, doing all the renos. But then you guys also take care of all of the management, I would imagine. So it's kind of a, it's a pretty passive investment for your investors, correct? Hands-free, hassle-free, yeah. completely passive. And then again, like I tell most investors, a lot of them say, you know, but I'd like to learn along the way. I'd like to learn along the way because potentially my second or my third investment you know, maybe I want to do on my own. Absolutely. You can be a sponge and soak up as much information as you want. That's All it. our secrets are, are shared with you along the way, for sure. So they can go put on a hard hat and hang around and, and watch how everything's Really happening. want to? Absolutely. 
And on the opposite spectrum, you know, we partnered with with clients, you know, high profile lawyers, doctors, dentists who really are not interested. They're really even not interested in seeing the property. It's just, you know what, Adrian, you have the track record. Just bring us the results. I don't need to see the house. I don't need to see anything. I want. I just, just want to see the check showing up in my. I just want to see the check. So we can take it from one extreme to the other, and we've worked with both those different types of clients. Awesome, Adrian. Time flies when we're having fun, and people want to find out more about you. What should they do? Yeah, so I can be reached by email: executive properties at rogers.com. Shoot me a quick email. We're on uh, obviously all social media platforms. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah, we're, we're very searchable. Awesome. Very good. Thank you very much. And congratulations on a wonderful retirement. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dave. All right. Take care. See Cheers. you later, everybody. See you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Take care. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes, give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.